warn the righteous man that the righteous should not
as a witness. It's a collision. It's words. It's words. And so this is not this is not an option. And I, so, you know, we have. I know this may make you uncomfortable. I know uh, people say, "Well, I'm, I'm I'm afraid. I don't know what to say. I'm terrified, etc." Et et well, let me ask you: Do you witness? Do you witness? Do you tell people about Jesus? You know people. How many know people that you know are all right with God? You work with them. Your family members. So neighbors, classmates, do you look for the opportunity, seize the moment to tell them about Jesus? Who's going to tell them? One of the things that astounded me, I was living in sin, my wife and I, crazy in sin. 29 years old, and my wife got saved, and it was the first time I'd ever really been with I had never been living in America. I can't believe anybody ever really tell me about Jesus. And it was amazing. Once I got saved, all the people that wanted me to go to their church. And uh, and uh, 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 and some of them that I partied with. <laughs> all of a sudden, these guys I run the clubs with and stuff, all of a sudden, hey, yeah, man. And I thought, hey, Joe. One of the things I've found is God to deal with me to go witness to somebody. And in my mind, in the beginning, he said, he asked the question, do you witness? And in my mind, I'm like, okay. But I'm thinking they're going to be a hardcore sinner. And I start witnessing to them and telling them how Jesus is changing. And uh, in several occasions, many of them have been saved, and they go, how... Thank you for witnessing to me, but how do you just speak? And so I'm thinking God is doing it to show them how to witness, how to walk up to people. So I believe God even in those moments challenges his own people. This is what he needs to be doing because they're down by fear. And so they're always like, thank you so much. You're doing a wonderful job. Like, do it. But God, I think God's calling them to also do it. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've even experienced that the last few weeks. Uh, I've been outraged with someone who's like, uh, uh, you know, I need to do this. I need to be doing this. Or they'll say, uh, our church needs to be doing this. Thank you so much. Our church needs to be doing this. That's exactly what you're saying. Get me out of your hand up in the back. One of the things I realized is that God's word is powerful for every generation. I don't, when something dramatically takes to me, 
believe, but I don't preach what I believe for. I don't preach what I think is true. I preach what I know is true. So it makes me not a theologian per se, but a, like you said, an eyewitness. This is my experience. God loves you. And it just sort of changed the dynamic of my personal witness. Now, Christianity is meant to be real. Christianity is designed to be experienced. Otherwise, it's simply theology without life. Christianity, listen again, if this, this book, the gospel, Christianity, is designed to be experienced and lived as a missionary in Malaysia, as a model And their religion was simply sometimes a mental, especially the Buddhists and the Hindus. It wasn't something they experienced. Wasn't something that 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 uh, uh, was. It's like God's up in heaven somewhere, and we're down here, and we won't bother you, God. You don't bother us. That's kind of how at least it was. I know he sees me witnessing to my family whether they like it or not, and he's asked, why do you tell them when I want to that And a couple of months ago, he had a substitute teacher. Funny because the first week of school he got in trouble twice. So we kind of talked to him and you know, like, okay, let me do it right. Let's do this one. Let me do it right. And that afternoon, my daughter-in-law went in, and the teacher, the substitute teacher, told us, "I need to talk to you about this thing." So we're like, okay, what did he do? But what it is with Devin is he's got that Jesus Christ is in his heart, and that he is real. He's not just a fairy tale. Anytime you hear anybody say God's not real, especially his, you know, friends and stuff, he'll tell them, yes, he is. He's in my heart and he's up there. And that day the same thing happened, I guess, at the table. And he just was adamant about Jesus is real. He's alive and he's in my heart. And the teacher went over there and he, he said that he looked at him and he goes, Mrs. Cruz, do you know Jesus Christ? And she goes, I do. I know about God. And he goes, no, do you have him in your heart? Is he in your heart? And she, she tells my daughter-in-law, she got so convicted. And she says, I am a Christian. She goes, but to see this five-year-old on fire for God and bring him conviction to my soul, she goes, I'll never forget that. She goes, and he forever has changed my life. And I thought, praise God, you know. Um, just, and it's that simple, but we make it so much. Sometimes the most uh, simple witness or the most uh, unusual vessel is the most potent. Probably the most difficult time you ever have to witness is when it's going to make the most impact. 
so let's, let's just, uh, uh, this is a commission. You know, you've heard about the Great Commission. Uh, we have our missions rally. We're starting this coming week, Thursday and Friday night. Pastor Mitchell will be here uh, Saturday night. Mark 16, 15, and 16, verse 15, and he says to them, Go into all the world and teach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, and he who does not believe will be condemned. So, when you go preach, witness, testify, it's sowing a that has the ability to germinate believers. I dare say no one who saved here this morning got saved on your own. What I mean by that, you just got under a tree somewhere and a leaf fell down and said, you must be born again. I dare say everyone here, someone told you about Jesus. Most of the time it's a personal God's name. He says, uh, I want you, I want you to go into all the world. Okay, Luke 19, 10. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that was lost. Matthew 9, 13. But go and know what this means. I desire to bring you another type of thing. I did not come to the righteous, but here Jesus declaring his message. You know, other scriptures uh, I came as a physician, not to those who are well, but to those who are ill. And so, if your Christianity, uh, the extent of it is in this building, there's something missing. If the extent of your relationship with God, then is to come to church and we thank God for you. Or once in a while pick up your Bible and we thank God for that. Then there's something absent. Because this is not why He came and not why He's sent us. We need to do these things. Without, you know, especially in the last days, to say not the opinion of yourself to get it all to the man that's come in. In the last day, a great falling away in the of God. But here's the heart of God at work. John 17, verse 15 through 20. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Verse 16, pick it up. Okay. So he said, I pray not that you take them out of the world, but that you send them in the world. Would you read it again, Dave? Go back to verse 15. Verse 15. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from evil. 
they are God of the world, given in by the world. Okay, uh, and the other scripture talks about you're the, you're the salt. And when salt has lost its potency, Jesus said it's good for nothing to be cast out on the ground and trodden under the foot of men. A salt uh, has the ability to preserve and permeate stuff. Uh, you women understand that in cooking. You put salt in something, it can, it can dominate everything. It, it, it has potency. It has the ability. And this is you. This is you and I. So one day, God's going to close it all down. And, but God has called you and I to be the salt of He didn't pick us up. He's called you and I to, uh, at your place of business, at your work, in your family, as we've already heard, at the school, the university, your home, He has called you and I to be contagious, uh, to have it, uh, to permeate, to, to influence, to... to uh, uh, if I could use the word to contaminate <coughs> in a positive sense, uh, uh, that's what he's called us to do. Yes, brother. We're talking about Matthew West, and uh, he gives us a scenario. But one of the things that he does say, he says, God wants you to do something. And he says, Yeah, I do. I can do it to you. And another thing, I had a guy, a Native American, I think, at the Walmart. And I always had to tell people on the conversation. And he got in, he said, I like your music. So we got to have a conversation. This guy said he got saved in jail 10 years ago. And I said, Yeah, but are you born again? Are you saved? And he said, Yeah, it's a vision, but are you saved? I said, My pastor said, Feel a Christian is doing it right when no one's watching. Don't tell me God has touched you. And uh, he, he come up there talking about, I, I, I know Jesus, but I don't tell God, God killed people because he was the Old Testament, and God killed people. I said, look, you're talking to me, I'm talking about you. I've got personal relationships with you. Christ. You can change my life, you can change your life. Yeah. And he said, last thing he said before he got there, I'm, I'm going to come to your church. What church you go to? I said, you're a Christian. He said, I'm going to come to your church. I know I'm going to come to your church. And so, um, uh, Jesus said, you must be born again, or you can never see the kingdom of God. Um, we got babies happening everywhere, some on the way, some just born in the streets, and so That's powerful. That's a new life. That's a new beginning. That's an experience. That's not just a theology. Yes. Como Uh, he was talking Japanese, so I couldn't understand him, and I was talking Spanish, and he couldn't understand me. 
yo en el momento yo sentí que, que Dios estaba diciendo, ¿sabes qué? Háblele de mí. Pero en mi corazón, yo estaba hablando de mí. Y le empecé a decir, ¿tú no? Jesús? Y yo le dije, ¿sabes qué? Jesús me quedó viendo la ley. Y él me dijo, ¿sabes qué? Y dice, ¿Dios? Sí, Dios. Sí, Dios. Yo no creo en él. Y dice, yo no creo en él. Yo le dije para atrás a él. Y él me dijo, ¿sabes por qué tú no crees en él? Porque nadie te ha hablado la verdad. Yo le empecé a decir mi testimonio. Empezó a escucharme. Abrió su corazón. Y abrió su corazón. Lo que podía decirle. En palabras que estaba. Y me decía, ¿por qué tu esposa y tú, como que, como que todo tienen. Nada tienen separado, se hablan lo que tienen y todo eso? Y yo sé que no somos perfectos, pero. I know we're not perfect. Pero yo sé que Jesucristo está trabajando en nuestras vidas. But Jesus is working in our lives. Y entonces, él eh, se quedó sorprendido porque él, su esposa, pues, lo, lo tiene agarrado, pues, todo es para mí. Y, uh, he, he's married, he's definitely got his married, and his wife is the one that takes control of everything. Y entonces, él se quedó sorprendido. Yo no oré por esa persona. He didn't want to pray at the end. Pero lo que están hablando aquí es que cuando tú plantas la semilla, when we plant the seed, eso se queda es un es una semilla que que si tú la siembras va a crecer, si no, si no el árbol está grueso. Y es lo que pasó con este japonés. And that's what happened with that Japanese guy. Yes, amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Would you give God praise? Acts five twenty-eight. Did not we greatly command you that you should not keep this name? And behold, you have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intent to bring this man's blood upon us. Okay, and so here are your Peter, your Shedera, they cast him into prison, they commanded them not to speak in the name of Jesus Christ. And yet, the testimony was, and yet you have filled all Jerusalem. Pray to God we can fill this human body with the doctrine of Jesus Christ and the power of God for saving and delivering and breaking things. Amen. Uh, Matthew 13, 3 through 9, if you want to turn there. We'll just hold that. And so, uh, but my point is, uh, is that it's a command. You and I are commanded. You and I are, we're, we're compelled. Uh, the Spirit of God in you, if you're, if, you're, if you're really born again, what happens is uh, and the blood of Jesus cleans you from sin. Uh, it's a miracle. You've been forgiven. Uh, the Holy Spirit takes up residence inside of you. And just radically, the voice of God now is in you. I'm just And the Spirit of God then wants to lead you. Walk in the Spirit. You will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. 
be led by the Spirit. And I'm telling you, the Spirit of God in you wants you to speak about Jesus. How many of you have been talking to somebody or you've been in that, that inner voice? That's the Spirit of God. And you need to be sensitive to that. That's many times a divine appointment. That can be a defining moment that can change someone's life forever. I've, I've told you before, I'll never forget when this little skinny preacher, my wife got saved. I didn't know him from nothing, came to our house to him and told me about Jesus stuff. And, and I'll never forget as long as I live. He, he said, Can I pray for you? And I'm thinking, you go back to the kitchen and get out of here. I'm tired of doing it. I'm very uncomfortable. My wife is in the kitchen. And I said, yeah, 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 no problem. He got down on my floor. I mean, right in my, uh, my old, dear soul, backslidden, hell of a living room, sin infested. He got down on his knees and began to pray for something. And I mean, I, I mean, I'm more spiritual. No, I've never, no one has ever done that. I've never seen that anywhere. I, I don't know what to do with it. I, I mean, what do you do? What do you do right there? And he got up to say goodbye, and, but, but that was, was the defining moment in my life. I got worse with the feet, you know, and so if you're with us, you I got worse. I went crazy. I'm trying to get away. I'm trying to check this. And, uh, Connie, she's moving on from God. She's getting baptized. Uh, she's going down to the church at night with these women to pray for me. At midnight. I don't know why they chose midnight. I guess they figured all my demons were out at midnight or something. But uh, I heard some of the other women went down to church. And, and uh, you know, to me, in my center mind, that is insane. And, you know, I'm not full of a lot of trust in anyway. Uh, you know, and, and I won't tell you what I went through my mind. I don't want to defile you, but... Uh, uh, she's down there praying for me in the middle of the night, you know. And to me, this is, but I, I mean, I can't escape this. It's so radical, and I can't escape it. Listen, people cannot escape. And we know everybody's going to escape. Diego, last morning, and he got it. I guess I want to say something like this. This is why it's like a lifestyle. Uh, like uh, yesterday, that we had some issues. Tell about yesterday. You and your wife went. We had some issues, but we did the thing. This was street was this off. In California Street, California Street. The meeting in San Jose. We was we my wife we had some issues. We go 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 the hours. This what we do every Saturday. We go every Saturday. We start working. Lots of stuff. And I was just when we stop hours. And people start getting saved. Uh, How many um, do you pray with? Uh, I, I pray with two, uh, with uh, Luis and Luis pray for, 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 for another two, and my wife will pray for another three. Totally. You pray for yeah. two. And then the other guys would you pray for two, another two, and my wife pray for three. Okay, you pray for two, she pray for three. Amen. And, uh, and, and my other prayer with did you pray sinner's prayer with? Them? Yes. Okay. And, uh, and, be, and before stream, I decided to go to. Uh, Testify in the laundromat, and Thomas and I we pray for another Polish lady. So in total, eight people we pray in the Spanish language. 